27 minutes uh, to 4 on SFM, leading the conversation. The more you listen, the more you know. The more we hear you, the more we get to know you better. Now, obviously, now it's time for us uh, to really mind business, yeah? To mind business, and it's a pleasure uh, to welcome uh, the uh, founder, hmm? the founder of uh, Brillionaire. He is also a startup venture scout and founder of Brillionaire. He is a man who has uh, traveled the world, uh, knows a thing or two about business and other things. The one and only Octavius Pokobye. Samma Tobela Dumalang Legai. Octavius, a pleasure to have you. Thank you for waking up so early, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for giving me the opportunity, guys, and good morning to your listeners. Nice to have you. You're a well-traveled man. Eh? Are you in the country or planning to go somewhere anytime soon? <laughs> I am in the country. I certainly am waiting for the country to open up, and um, hopefully it can be somewhere in... Central Africa or maybe in um, in East Africa, there was um, there was an interest to to move up and really go and see what those guys are doing there. So, so yeah, always uh, looking forward to seeing what people are doing in other parts of the country. I'm particularly interested in, in going to Zambia as, as soon as possible. What's going on in Zambia? <laughs> well, I mean, mind like I listened to a few presentations. Um, CIDA organized the session. And they shared some of the opportunities that um, and all the things that are going on in Zambia, and I uh, and I got uh, got really interested in what uh, what could be what could be um, maybe some things people could uh, could pursue there. I mean, they are doing a lot of work on the agriculture side, on the manufacturing side, on the ICT side as well. But there's still a you know, uh, you know, a lot of work that um, that the guys are still doing. So I got, I got interested. I am interested. Sure. Yeah. Even yeah. if anyone is keen, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see your mind buzzing because I mean, you just mentioned a couple of industries there. So you always look around for possibilities and opportunities. Well, I, I guess I mean that's that's really what uh, I don't know what maybe entrepreneurs do, um, but but I think you know many times even with the work that we do is always look for opportunities um, outside of South Africa as well. Um, try and look for countries that um, are developing at you know at, a, at a, um, a faster pace that are a little bit more behind compared to South Africa. Uh, so you could, if you have missed certain industries when they picked in South Africa, you could potentially um, uh, get it, get into some of the industries in other countries if, it, if you know, if it's something that you'd, um, you'd want to pursue. So, so, so yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, we, we travel, we try and travel, but, I mean, with COVID um, and its restrictions, it has... Um, yeah, they've made it very difficult. I'm, I'm still in South Africa. I'm still here. I'm just waiting for the world to open up a bit. So business has gone virtual in some way for you as well. It, it's enough. It's been it's been unavoidable. I mean, <laughs> yeah, virtually almost. Um, I think about ninety percent of the work um, had to go um, remote, um, making it um, making it interesting. In some instances, um, a little bit hard. You know, I mean, how do you do a, a due diligence on um, on an investment opportunity um, remotely, where these mm. guys are 
are having a factory, you know, now what, what do you use? So you've got to either rely on technology, you've got to rely on, on third parties, you've got to rely on a number of things which ordinarily you wouldn't have to. So it makes the things a little bit interesting and a little bit dicey how you also manage the risk and the perception of what, of what you're working with because everything is remote because the health risk is just too high. Yes, yeah. And of course, there's a cost factor attached to it as well. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Who is Octavius, my brother? Where art thou from? <laughs> I I grew up, I was born and bred in a, in a, in a village uh, in uh, called Chibing in Limpopo, northwest of of, of Pulukwani, about twenty kilometers away from uh, from the cent- city center. Did my undergrad at the University of uh, of Limpopo. Um, I, I essentially grew up as a as a head boy, man. I look, I grew up looking after my mother's cattle, um, helping her also do subsistence farming. She was also a, a macro brewer um, uh, and a shebin owner. So, so basically, you know, grew up in that kind of an environment um, right up until going to public schools and even you know getting to university, doing my undergrad in accounting. Um, and fast forward to going to have the you know the opportunity to work, start work at one of these big uh, you know American companies um, early on in the in the 2000s, and and that's been pretty much um, who I am and where where I come from. Um, very humble beginnings and um, very inspired by you know just the sheer tenacity and the work that you know people who are from rural areas really have and just the drive that they have so yeah that's who i am and that's where i grew up by you know i i i, I go home almost every second week yeah you know that's it's my home so i grew up and mm. the like, village that made me nice one i like that home always um yeah. S- speaking of accounting as a skill, particularly in our communities, that has been a sore point for a long time. How do you see it now? Are, are you finding most of our young people are getting into the field? Um, geez, I mean, I, I, I studied accounting, but I never practiced. I never pursued it. I, I, I didn't have the the support that a lot of, uh, I mean, nowadays it's, it's there for one to pursue articles the articles um i think the you know there's the availability of resources now whether through bursaries through some um some mentorship um you know just the spread of of, of information um we're getting more cas qualifying you know making it uh, you know uh, making more role models available for young people so i think i think a lot more guys are, are coming into 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 the profession both as accountants and uh, as and, and as auditors i think they, there's definitely uh, beginning to be more interest although at at a high school level not entirely sure, but but I think it's certainly a skill that is very uh, very critical. It is applied. It's, you know, you can it's just applicable across various industries. You know, you could literally makes you, you know, uh, as a profession uh, as a professional, it makes you you know more attractive to be in literally a, any other industry because finance is finance. You know, that needs to be accounted for. Uh, so 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 yeah. So but I think. I think there, there is, there is a, I think, a more and a growing interest among, especially young black 
uh, and uh, young black kids in in, in our communities, uh, particularly you know young black female. I think we need more support though on uh, on, on black women in uh, in our communities to be given more resources to get as many uh, black women uh, child accountants and auditors, you know, to lead our institutions. Um, so, so I think I think while on one side yes, there's a growing interest, access to information, access to more role models, access to more resources, support, budgets, mm. and everything else. I think we need more. And tailor support for more black women to be provided um, uh, an opportunity to accelerate in that in that space. As a venture scout, what do you do and how do you get there? <laughs> Manja, this this is um, a a, a, prof- a profession that is. I mean, it's not as popular in South Africa. It's um, it's a lot more popular in the in the West. Uh, spend a lot of time. In USA, um, in the past uh, couple of years or so ago, and the the role of a venture scout um, is, is really there to enable venture capital firms or private equity firms or investors, in this case, an opportunity to find quality pipeline of entrepreneurs and startups and businesses to invest in. Right, um, but this is a this is somebody who is fully connected and immersed in the ecosystem of entrepreneurship or startup development. Understands the you know the trends, understands what the entrepreneurs are looking for, where the biggest opportunities um, are in the in the different sectors, technology-wise, um, and also can work with the entrepreneurs and the founders who are building the small businesses or startups. Um, you know to to really create value in the economy so the venture scout goes out and you think of it think of it as um i mean we just saw unfortunately um a, a certain club from from Pretoria winning the league um <laughs> the premier league in this country are you that so they so? have scouts are you that so, that so? so they <laughs> <my life. laughs> they 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 have scouts you know so they go and Spot talent early on, and then you know they invest in in through the development of this of this talent right up until you know they're able to see them really flourish and play in the Premier League. So it's the same thing. Venture scout, I go, I look for quality pipeline early on. You know while it's still still really fresh and get uh, get um, um, uh, seed capital provided to these guys in order for them to, to, to really grow as quickly as possible. Of course, giving the investors a better um, uh, upside um, because the earlier you come, then the better chance, the better value or chances you have of really um, creating hard return, although the risk is also higher because then what happens if this thing doesn't work? So that's what the, the Venture Scouts does, what, what, they, what they do and what, what that profession entails. So basically, you are an investor in existing businesses. You understand how they operate in their space. Give them a leg up. Give them all the support they need. Watch them grow mm-hmm. and reap the benefits, uh, your return on investment. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. And I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a labor of love because you do not make money. You do not derive anything for the, you know, easily five first three, two, four, five years because, you know, these are businesses that aren't making money, you know, for, for a while. So you've got to stay the course. You've got to be, um, uh, you know, committed enough. You've got to trust You've got to believe in in the in, in what the guys are doing, whatever whether it's a service, whether it's a product, 
um, the market that they're really trying to, uh, to pursue. So you've got to be in it. Um, you know, you, you are not, it's not something that you're going to do. And by the way, just another thing, you know, if, as a venture scout or as an investor, you know, you don't, I mean, venture scout specifically, you don't earn money, you don't get paid very rarely that you get paid a month. You know, you get paid once after about two, three, four years or so on the interest that, the, you know, the value, uh, the return on the investment, the scars you have created. Um, similarly, the investors make money only when there's um, an upside on the investment that they made. You're high risk. Talk to us uh, about I am in accelerator. <laughs> the the I am in accelerator is, is one of the leading accelerators in the country. Just by the way, I mean, you know, um, this you need in the ecosystem you've got incubators, and that's not something else. That sometimes we find that people don't 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 really fully understand. So you've got incubators, people who in institutions that allow people who want more time to really cook up and build up their, their ideas or their concepts and research it and develop it even further. Um, and then you've got accelerators who are after a shorter period of intervention. This you typically take about to about 12, 12 months or so where you're given um, a huge uh, amount of resources to really move very quickly in that space. And it's popular in the technology space, so the accelerators that are in the technology space. So IME in Accelerator has been one of the leading tech accelerators in the country. Started 2015, started 2015 um, by, by Pololitik, uh, most of you guys would know as CEO of IDF Capital, she also founded IMN. Um, so, so that 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 as the main accelerator has been there. That we are in our third uh, cohort this year. We've about we've invested and trained about 90, 97 entrepreneurs. We've invested 35 out of that. We've deployed over 38 million of capital just on that as a main accelerator. Um, but we've recently launched something which, like I said. It addresses the, the the challenges of moving people from an incubator and an accelerator. So it sits between there, which what which is what we call a pre-accelerator manza. In the country, there aren't, there aren't I mean, probably there isn't even a single pre-accelerator where we're saying you are not ready for an accelerator. You're also not ready. You're not you're not a, a candidate for incub- for incubation. So you've passed that, but you're not ready for pre- for an accelerator. So let's put you in a pre-accelerator program, and that's what we've just recently launched. The main accelerator has been there. It's been running. We've been deploying capital less uh, fires 2015, um, but the new program we've launched specifically was our trust address the issue of quality pipeline as. Um, as investors look for black women, you know, founders in the technology space, not finding them and making with all sorts of other excuses and reasons and barriers of entry for more black black women to participate. So we've launched a pre-accelerator program, the IMN pre-accelerator program. Are you finding a lot of, uh, you know, women who have been battling to be seen and are giving them the right tools to be able to now flourish in in, in the tech space? Uh, no, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And this is precisely why this program we've we've designed and launched this program. You know, Manda, you know, we take it for granted. You know, it's, it, when you access to, you know, we talk very, you know, easily nowadays. I think people talk about access to finance, access to, or access to capital, access to, um, you know, uh, markets. We talk a lot about them. But you know it's even harder for for we've, we've seen even in uh, I mean in our in our work we see how hard it is 
for for black women entrepreneurs and founders to access to have access to networks, mentorship, to have access to the right type of information, the right type of skills. So 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 we're finding difficulty in 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 getting women who are who are talented who are you know are building very exciting solutions to solve real problems that we face as a country both as a country and as a continent but it's not because they 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 don't have it or they don't um they can't do it i think it's because there isn't enough enough uh, enough support base um and resources in the country that are specifically designed to enable them to go over or surpass all these barriers of entry. You know, the social structure also makes it difficult. You know, women are, are largely, you know, um, uh, you know, caregivers, right? Um, uh, so it makes it very difficult, you know, to say for them they can come to a networking event on a, an evening, on a random evening during the week or whatnot, you know. So, so we find that it's difficult. When it comes to money as well, you know, for a woman to really um, convince an investment committee or to convince the, convince an, an investor, there's always a suspicion. But I mean, you know, what can you, what can you, you know, can you work with this, mm. this kind of money? Can you even deliver? <laughs> can we trust you? You know, yeah, so there's all these sort of things, and 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 I think this is this is what makes it difficult for us to find to get them in in the pipeline. You know, it's, it's because there's all these barriers. That are making it difficult. And by, I mean, the, by the way, I mean, if you think even skills, Manza, skills, you know, we, you know, if you and I, as as black men, talk about how we've been excluded from accessing certain certain core skills, like you know, in the engineering space, in the science, uh, in the technology space, it's even worse for um, uh, for black women in particular, mm-hmm. right? So, 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 if you and I, if we have a forty percent chance that of attracting capital. Um, uh, uh, you know, with our white, uh, with our white counterpart, what, how does that even look like for black women? Is it probably even, even lower? You saw just the other day that, you know, black women own less than 12% of, uh, of the economy. Uh, so you can imagine with all the big numbers, you know, so the problem is, is also systematic. The, you know, it's not, it, it, you know, it's a structural thing. So it's order to change anything. Yeah. Just to interject there. The sure. program that you put in place, uh, how mm-hmm. long is it? How does it work? What benefit will it give to somebody that you've identified? Yeah. Um, so with all those challenges, and, and, and I mean, uh, this program will offer, one, uh, capital in the form of, um, of, of equity investments. So we want to put our skin in the game with, um, uh, with what these guys uh, will be building or pitching to us. Two, we'll be providing um, additional um, skills support or skills or skills training through master classes, workshops, and boot camps. We'll be offering um, uh, support when it comes to commercialization and access to to market. When we're very deliberate about that, this is what we we do. We obsess about right. To uh, said, we, what we're provi- going to be providing these guys is is mentorship and coaching one on ones. Uh, this will there will be weekly one-on-one sessions with very experienced entrepreneurs and mental uh, uh, guys that uh, that have built uh, businesses. There will be also back-office support when it comes to technology, when it comes to finance, when it comes to um, uh, psychology or therapy, when it comes to to, to legal. We'll be also giving these guys access to a community of entrepreneurs uh, globally. We've got some very you know powerful investors that are becoming to teach these guys how to pitch, how to get ready for 
funding and all those sorts of things. We want to run this program for exactly 12 weeks. It's going to be virtual. Uh, it's a three-month program with all so the value-adding support that comes. It's a lot more, um, more, 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 more investment for each of those businesses. So that's what we're going to be offering. This is how long it's going to take. It's going to be three. Um, it's going to be three months, so 12 weeks starting uh, next month we are taking the applications now um, and that's what the program is going to be and um, that's what we you know we're going to be offering all the black, you know women who uh, black women who are going to be presenting their ideas or their businesses or their prototypes or their proof of concepts um, um, as, as it were how can they get in how can the ladies get in how do they apply seeing that there's still time uh, yeah, no, there's definitely still time. We've got a, we've got a week to, to to go. They can get onto onto our, our website. It's um, imnaccelerator.com. IMN, they go there. The application form has got 12, less than, less than 12, between 12 and 13 questions. Uh, the two important questions we're asking is, what is the problem that you're trying to solve, Manla? Two, what is the solution that you're proposing when you're working on to address that problem? That's all. That's all. We're not asking you to send an attachment, you know, a proof of recipe, whatnot, all those sorts of things. No, <laughs> no, no, don't want any of those things. We just want you to tell us what is the problem and what is the solution, and then we'll worry about the rest uh, later. You know, I wish I could talk more, but man, yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> I am sold. I'm dead, man. I'm dead. I'm I am sold. I'm, I am uh, in accelerator.com for more information. And uh, yeah. obviously, Octavius Pogubia is the man you will hear a lot about. Zambia, watch this space. He's on his way because uh, he's a man who looks around. But Octavius, how do we personally get in touch with you? Well, I'm I'm very active on social media uh, on Twitter um, and LinkedIn. On Twitter, it's Murolong ZA at Murolong ZA. The server to start is Mina Cheap. So Murolong ZA on Twitter on LinkedIn. It's Octavius Pukubia. Um And um, and if you even on the contact form on IMNAccelerator.com. It will eventually get to me. The team will send us through if there are any questions that you wanna you wanna ask. Uh, but I'm very active on 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 Twitter. It's easier, you know, ask questions, DM, whatnot. We're easy to to to, to and prepare to work with anyone else. Brad Davis, you make the country great, and uh, you know, grateful that uh, you're getting sisters on this. Let's hope as many will apply, and as many you will be able to fund. Let's see them grow in this business. Wishing you a fabulous Heritage Month and um, happy travels when you make it to Zambia. Thank you so much, uh, Mandla. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure, uh, sir. Power to you. Lovely. Thank you. That's Octavius Morolo. Octavius Pokovia. He is a venture scout, among other things. And he's the man you want to talk to. Assembly, ladies, talk to him. He's got plans. He's rocking, running with people with lots of money. He doesn't make money, but he deploys lots of money. Confuses me sometimes, but that's what he does.